Hi there. This is Michael C. Patterson, CEO of MindRamp Coaching and Consulting. At MindRamp, we are passionate about redefining human longevity. This podcast is a reading of a recent article I wrote for Third Act magazine. In it, I discuss my thoughts on becoming the elder male of my family and the responsibilities that role implies. And I use Mr. Rogers as my role model. In the Neighborhood of Love I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I have always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. Ah, wouldn't it be grand if we could all live in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and love each other as valued neighbors? Being with my family this past holiday season reminded me of my role as a family elder. Odd as the concept seems, I am the elder male of my immediate family. And what an honor, and what a responsibility. And it struck me that in these turbulent and unsettling times, it is critically important for me to radiate a sense of calm security and unlimited love for my family. We elders, after all, are the foundations upon which our families are built. We, hopefully, provide the bedrock that gives our children and grandchildren the stability and security they need to explore, experiment, and invent vibrant lives for themselves. I need to be, in other words, Mr. Rogers for my family. I have always wanted a family just like you. I have always wanted a neighborhood with friends like you. I had the chance to meet Fred Rogers while working for PBS. He was in Washington, D.C. to testify before Congress in support of ongoing funding for public television, particularly for the wonderful children's programs. I was assigned to greet Mr. Rogers at the airport and make sure that he got to his hotel and then to the halls of Congress and so on. Well, I was thrilled to spend that time with this personification of love and kindness and will never forget the experience. During that week, I got to watch Mr. Rogers in action and observe the kind of magical spell he'd cast on everyone in his presence. In his simple and unassuming way, he radiated an aura of love that permeated the air around him. Magically, in his presence, everyone became their better selves. I suspect that Mr. Rogers was some kind of wizard. I watched him enchant a roomful of PBS staffers and their toddlers who attended a special performance at the PBS headquarters. The adults, myself included, sat like adoring worshippers waiting for the gentle master to begin his show. Not so the kids. They were running around and shrieking like, well, you know, like a room full of toddlers. It was a kindergarten chaos. I felt terrible that this golden opportunity would be undermined by a failure of crowd control. I wanted to shout, Come on, parents, get control of your kids. Not to worry. When Rogers was ready to begin, he stood, said a few quiet words, and the kids all fell silent. It was as though he had cast a magic spell over our children. No fidgeting, no tantrums, no negotiations, no escape attempts. Just rapt attention to Mr. Rogers. I have never seen a performer work a crowd as masterfully as he did that day at PBS. 
the kids were entranced by his gentle tones and his loving and compassionate aura. They knew immediately that he was talking directly to them with a depth of respect and compassion that was unique and valuable. On another occasion, I got to see Mr. Rogers perform his magic on a crowd of elementary school teachers. Rogers was the keynote speaker and addressed 15,000 educators in a vast auditorium. My seat in the upper tiers felt impossibly distant from the stage. Mr. Rogers was a tiny, inch-tall figure behind a miniature podium. As Rogers began to speak, the murmur of 15,000 voices faded to complete silence. Every eye was focused on him. And not long into his presentation, an amazing thing happened. I began to cry. My eyes welled with tears of... Of what? His words of love did something to release my emotional controls. I was overwhelmed with a mix of warm and fuzzy feelings that normally felt embarrassing. I wasn't alone. Every member of that vast crowd was sniffling and daubing their eyes and taking deep breaths to control their sobbing. <laughs> I'm getting choked up right now, just recalling the moment. What was Mr. Rogers doing to us? I don't remember the particulars of his speech. I'm sure he spoke about the importance of raising children with love and respect and told the teachers what a valuable and important job they were performing. He radiated genuine love, acceptance, and deep appreciation for all of us. Were these expressions of love and respect so rare in our experience that they caused us to weep? Wrapped in Roger's embrace, we cried not tears of sadness, but of release and compassion and respect for all of the wonderful people who inhabited our neighborhood. We were giving and receiving unashamed love. Mr. Rogers created a neighborhood of love in which we all felt valued and cherished. As I think about my mission statements for my positive longevity, I know it will include the resolve to become more like Fred Rogers, what better way to bring meaning and purpose to my mature years? What better job for an elder than to bathe his family and friends in warm feelings of love, respect, and gratitude? We invite you to join MindRamp in our quest to create the kind of society in which everyone has the opportunity to live a long, healthy happy and fulfilling life that ends with a peaceful and dignified death. Please visit our website at www.mindramp.org to learn more about our work and to take advantage of the free resources we make available. All right, that's it for now. Take care of yourself, take care of your family and your neighbors, and take care of the planet. <laughs>